Welcome to Bleacher Bets. How's it going, guys? Welcome to Bleacher Bets and Fantasy Vets, brought to you by Bleacher Fan. Today, you're listening to Dimitri and Tony. How you guys doing? We're going to spit some facts on the MLB trade deadline, uh, give you a little bit of fantasy talk, talk about a little betting in the MLB, NBA, maybe get into a little bit of the finals. But uh, yeah, this is going to be uh, you know kind of an open discussion, some shit talk, probably bring up uh, Tony's sister a couple, couple times, but uh, you know, not enough to offend the kid. But uh, anyways, let's get into it. So, yeah, we're affiliates with Bleacher Fan. We're kind of like the raunchy uh, little brothers, if you will. Um, kind of the format, um, like I said, first we'll start with uh, the MLB trade deadline. So there's a couple uh, teams that are looking some like some playoff contenders right now. Um, we were talking today about p- possibilities of Yankee pickups. Maybe some pitchers. We're looking at Fulmer. Maybe a Mets deal DeGrom for some of our prospects. A um, couple other guys. Tony, any input? We, just start, we should start with the NL. So start with the NL East. The Phillies, your team, I don't really – their needs are – they're just a year above schedule. But if they can, they could probably add – People are talking about them adding Bichado, but I'm not really that familiar with their farm system, but I don't really see them adding anyone big because people are saying they might do what the Yankees did last year and add, but they're probably not. The Braves, they can add Machado. They can get rid of Swanson, but if they if they're willing to I saw if they're willing to part with Swanson, then they can get Machado. But the whole thing is Machado's not willing to sign there long term. Right, right. I actually like uh, Machado going to the Angels. You know, they're in need of uh, <clears throat> of an infielder. Um, you know, Zach Cozart just ain't cutting it this year. I know he had a kind of like a breakthrough season last year. I think they uh, signed Cozart to a, a like good amount of money, though. Yeah, right. I know he killed it for Cincinnati last year. Um, you know, batting two ninety seven this year, he's dropped down to two thirty three. Um, just not cutting it right there. But you know, Machado won't resign there unless Trout says he's going to resign there. Right, right. And uh, Pujols is on the decline. And that's the thing too. You know, they can always uh, try to deal for someone like uh, you know Cabrera on the Tigers. Um, no, no, dude, Cabrera. No, did they already have? They have Albert Pujols' contract. They can't take that on. I mean, at this point, uh, it's depend. It depends on what veteran you want. You know. I'd rather take a veteran presence like Miggy. He's got a li- couple more years, I think, more than uh, maybe Pujols. This might if be the Yankees. If the Yankees didn't have a first baseman, you would take Miguel Cabrera. No, I mean, first of all, we had Tyler Austin killing it before this guy. No, I'm just saying the hypothetically, if they You're didn't saying, have a first well, baseman, would you take him? No, I wouldn't take him. So what I, are you saying? That makes no sense. He, he's yeah. he's not worth the risk. Yeah, you're right. I guess we'll see. Um, I think the biggest trade talks we can have are with the Mets, believe it or not. Um, I know we were talking about this amongst the guys. Um, I definitely like DeGrom as an option. 
Mets have much need in many uh, positions. Um, <clears throat> I know you were talking the possibility of someone like a Frazier maybe heading over there. No, Frazier's going to have to be in the deal unless they deal Floria. One of those outfielders have to be in it because they, uh, they don't have room for both of them. maybe um, as well, supplemented in the trade. Did you just say Hicks? <clears throat> no, I said possibility of us throwing him a pick as well, us being the Yankees. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't know how much this guy's worth. Let's see his age right now. What's this guy? He's like pushing on 30 this year. Yeah, he's about he's going to turn 30 this month. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not sure exactly what his contract's looking like, but he's been producing more or less for the, for the Mets for, uh, you know, solid four or five years now. He's looking good. We can definitely use a starting pitcher. Uh, a lot of, a Sonny, lot of Sonny Gray's looking like shit. Um, this kid today, German, iffy. I mean, he's playing the Tigers. No, he's not. He's when Montgomery comes back in two weeks, yeah, he's going to be back down in the minors. But even you know, even Montgomery, like he's he's been playing better than I thought he would this year. But still, I mean, we could definitely use a starting pitcher, especially if we want to compete with someone like the Astros. Um, or the Red Sox for that matter. Even though uh, Red the Sox team we have now, can, the team we have now could beat the Red Sox. It's the Astros. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, but you know, the Sox—they've had a couple injuries. Actually, right now, um, I saw um, Betts is on the DL, and so is Pedroia. DL, and then you got Jamie JD Martinez. I think has uh, some back spasms or something, but I think he should be back Tuesday. Something minor. The Red Sox might try to get um, Brandon Phillips if Pedroia's out for. Oh no, they have Nunez, right? Never mind. Yeah. Um, so what else? What else? What are some uh, some other um, trade deadline moves? Well, it depends on what the if Corbin's a free agent at the end of the year. I mean, it depends on if the Diamondbacks think they can re-sign him. Those right. Things, the Diamondbacks we're talking about potentially going to um, a top contender, Corbin, maybe uh, Stroman. No, Strowman's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's probably not going anywhere. Um, Archer, Archer's definitely a possibility, I would say. I mean, these are guys, though, that you um, – I don't know if you exactly can buy them low because they, they have a history of a couple good seasons, more or less. But, um, you know, they're, they're both playing like shit this year. The most they're, realistic one. The Jays aren't going anywhere. I mean, the Rays actually have been playing decent. They're, you know, they're a steady 500 team, more or less. Five and five in their last ten, I see over here. You know, they're not doing terrible, but – AL East, it's untouchable right now at this point. Both teams are on pace for over 100 wins. The Red Sox and the Yankees. So, you know, those teams got to deal with someone. Orioles are terrible. They're like the worst fucking team I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, uh, but, but, but the most realistic one for the Yankees to get that as a guy that's definitely going to get moved is Cole Hamels. If they get Cole Hamels, I, I wrote Juan Cole Hamels when people are saying that maybe he could do what Verlander did and like just he'll have a spark. But I don't want Cole Hamels. I think that. But the whole thing is, we would have to get rid of basically nothing for Cole Hamels. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going on with that team. You know, they got some talent on paper, but you know, they just got a bunch of sluggers that they just bat like two hundred. I think we were talking about that either yesterday or today. You know, between, oh no, there. I was between completely Odor, wrong. between Odor, Gallo, who are like the faces of the team. These guys, you know, the face. Dimitri, shut up. The, the, the face of the team is, is Andrews. I mean, all right. I'm talking – all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this guy Gallo come up last year. He was a 
or two years ago. He was a top prospect. Hasn't really delivered uh, in terms of efficiency. He's got some power, but you know, besides that, he's looking more like a more or less like a Chris Davis. Um, who else are we looking at? All right, let's look at uh, some NL teams that might need some guys. The so Cubs, the Cubs, the Cubs need more offense. What are the Braves looking at? They were looking to pick up someone, right? Well, that's what I was saying before. It depends. I don't. I don't really know what the Braves management expected from them this year. I mean, do you realistically think the Braves can make the World Series this year? So, Sully, who's on the our other podcast, uh, he'll tell you. About two years back, told him and his father, I go, Phillies and Braves, you got to watch out for those two. They got some nice young talent. Um, you know, I was about two years off, but, you know, these guys are really starting to show me, uh, you know, that my words were about a year removed from being correct. But the Braves, you know, they got Acuna, they got um, uh, shortstop, blanking on the name. Swanson. Swanson, he was a first-round pick a couple of years back. Um, they got the other guy, uh, Albion. Yeah, but you're so high on Swanson. I, I think Swanson only really starts to live up to potential this year. Yeah, I think his ceiling, though, is high. You know, the kid's uh, great defensively. His bat, you know, hasn't been gotten there yet. Similar to uh, similar to Rosario on the Mets. You know, they're playing great, great, great fielding on the shortstop position. But, uh, you know, the shortstop is uh, expected in today's game to be a little more of a batter. So, you know, you got guys like Lindor, Correa, and, uh, you know, some other big bats that um, – to really swing, the, can really hit the ball now. So, yeah, but it it's all going to come down to where Machado wants to resign. No one's going to so give up their the, whole front. So throw Machado on that team. They got one of the most stacked infield. You know, defensively, that infield would be amazing. Yeah, but who would would you resign with the Braves? Would I resign with the Braves? Yeah, why not? They got the hottest one of the hottest young teams in baseball right now. I don't know how they're going to do after the All Star break, but well, I mean, three to Acuna is definitely going to hurt them. Um, pitching wise, they can definitely, definitely pick up a pitcher if that's what they're, uh, what they, they think their need is. And I agree. Um, you know, Newcomb, shout out Newcomb, Hartford alum. Yeah. Uh, it's really been, uh, stepping up. Um, I don't know as of late, I think he might've had like a bad outing recently, but, uh, he's been doing pretty well. Yeah. But I look at this, I think that Machado is, uh, I think, what? I think Machado's probably going to go to the Cubs. Machado, the Cubs, yep, that'd be another one. Um, but they would have to get rid of Javi Baez. Guys over there have been underperforming as well, a lot of the bets. I know Baez started off hot. Um, but that's why the Orioles want a player that they can deal with now, and Baez is ready to play, obviously. Russell is, he disappeared this year. I don't even know where that guy went. Um, yeah, I mean, if they think they're contenders this year, they're, uh, they're going to have to contend up there with the Brewers and the Cardinals. Um, Pirates fell off as of late. I'll talk about Austin Meadows, who I think is a great young prospect when I get to the fantasy fantasy section. But uh, yeah, I mean the NL Central is looking it's looking like Brewers and Cubs right now. So the Cubs are gonna have to make a move at the deadline if they want to. Oh, that just reminds me. That's also who's gonna get moved too. Talon for the Pirates. Oh, James Talon, J- Jameson Talon. 
Yeah, he because the Pirates are going to fall off, and he's one of their good pitchers. Well, he yeah, he was another uh, top. I think he was like a top third pick, something like that. He was a top five pick in a couple of years, a couple of years ago draft. He was uh, really. Yeah, he was a really high prospect, I believe. The Pirates draft really good. They just can't keep them. The Pirates draft really well. Um, look at Cole and Morton. I don't know if they drafted Morton, but I know they drafted Cole uh, first or second overall. Yeah, Morton. Both those guys are uh, Cy Young contenders this year. Yeah, I think it's a little sketchy how all these players just go to Houston and turn out to be amazing. It's kind of getting weird. Yeah, so that gets me to another point. Uh, You know, I want to get a tour from the tangent. I don't think this guy Morton's going to keep this up. You know, uh, he came up into the light. I found out about him a couple years back on the Pirates, pitching pretty well. Um, I would say a little more than mediocre of a pitcher, but. What is he now? Eight, eight and one, seven and one. He lost one to the. Yeah, but he got he he didn't get hit hard, but the Yankees hit him pretty good, and yeah. the Red Sox hit him pretty good last night. Right, so you could see now in the past two three outings, he hasn't been as sharp as he was in the beginning. I think actually Cole. I mean, yeah, Verlander's Verlander, but I think actually Cole um, is going to have a hotter second half than he did the first half. Believe it or not, this guy's. Strike, he's striking out at an unbelievable rate. You know, he might go for like 260, 280 Ks this year. Don't you, don't you just find that weird that everyone on the Astros is like on pace to break like a strikeout record? Yeah, I mean, they're unbelievable. And you know what it is? These guys have so little pressure with that batting. No, like but you're not getting, you're not getting what I'm getting at. I don't, I, I do kind of think like what Corey Kluber said might be true. Fucking, you think they're greasing the balls or something? I mean, what Trevor Bauer said, not Corey Kluber. It <laughs> might be, dude. What's up with this guy, Keuchel? I mean, he's been on and off, no? Well, Keuchel's a free agent at the end of the year. If the Astros actually were bad this year, Keuchel would be out at the trade deadline. To have that guy, though, at, like, your fourth best pitcher is, like, unbelievable. Well, he's got He's off the Astros at the end of the year. There's no way they, they pay him money if they have all those pitchers. Right. And you also have to think they have Peacock in the bullpen who could be a starter for less value. And even McHugh has some some uh, some past experience starting, and he was pretty decent as well. I haven't looked at McCullers, but I believe he's been doing, he was doing pretty well as well. A guy the Astros might go after is Zach Britton if he recovers from this Achilles. So actually, yeah, that brings me to another guy, Zach Britton. Um, yeah, he's probably going to take over for Bratch, I believe, uh, who's been filling in. He's been actually doing a decent job. I got him on my roster, fantasy. Um, I like this guy either. Either Melancon or uh, Strickland. Yeah, um, I was telling you, the Giants are not going to dump people. What's that? The Giants aren't going to dump people. Well, that's what people are saying. They're 29 and 30 right now. They have no Bumgarner. You're expecting he's going to come back. They're going to fight for it. But you look at the D-backs. They got Robbie Ray coming back from injury at some point in the next month. Um, you got you got Lamb who just came back. Um They've been somewhat underperforming to expectations this year. You know, you also had the injury to Tajan Walker, which was pretty big for them. Big, big loss. Nice young ace in the making. Uh, Rockies, you know, they're always up there, top three, more or less. But uh, and then you got the Dodgers, who, you know, who expected the Dodgers to be 29 and 30 at this point in the season. They were my, they were my guess for, uh, you know, possibly World Series contenders this year. So. You got this guy Bellinger. What a joke. This guy Bellinger's get what he went, 40 homers last year, homer and derby, all this shit. He's about to get demoted. That's ridiculous. Wait, that's actually true? I thought you were joking. No, I'm not joking. Yeah, they, they, um, the manager, they were asking, uh, was it Roberts? Uh, Dave Dave Roberts has a problem yeah, with them. Asking he... Roberts, uh, they were asking Roberts, and he's like, not, not as of now, but 
pretty much if you continue struggling, they're gonna you know try to send them down and rework it before uh, playoff time if they even make it. Bellinger, Bellinger got benched twice for not running the ball out. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna add a little ego into this, he's slowly looking at a career like one of those you know we were talking about earlier, those 200 batters that hit 40 homers a year. That's what he's batting at like right now. Yeah, people thought that was going to be judged, but now it looks like opposite. Exactly, people thought they were going to be judged. Actually, since we're on the topic, I noticed uh, you know Michael K was talking about it. I believe how Judge is starting to um, to go oppo with pitches. He's not always trying to pull everything. Go go to left. Dude, Judge has uh, always went oppo. He well, I mean oppo homers, yeah. But it's this season I've seen a, a shit ton of little bloopers into into right center, which you know I didn't really see as much last year. Besides, no, because Judge is not he's. He's becoming more disciplined, but besides for these last two games, he's going to six times. in terms of discipline this year, and he's outperforming Stanton at this point for sure. He's actually their best, their best batter right now. Consistency, consistency wise, you know, no, DD started off hot, but no, uh, Gla- no, Glaber's been there, but Glaber hasn't played the whole season. But well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Glaber, yeah, Glaber's probably their hottest batter right now. But consistency wise, meaning like hasn't been hot too much and then cold. I think Aaron Judge throughout the whole year has been pretty solid. Uh, Sanchez needs to be called out. I know we spoke about that before we went on. This guy is fucking terribly defensively. He's letting balls go by. Like, all right, yeah, I get it. Like, a, cu- a couple of them will be, you know, in the dirt. You'll get some Chapman uh, heat going under your legs, but you got to figure it out, man. Like that other play the other day that uh, bounced off the back and popped right into his glove and he threw the guy out. Like, it looked like an amazing play, but that's 100% luck. Um, well, that one wasn't his fault. I mean,. No, that's a hundred miles per hour fastball high. Like, and he was expecting it low. I mean, even batting wise, what has he done? He gets a couple clutch hits. No, that's no, that's what it is. That's his problem. Now everyone's catching on to his defense because his offense isn't making up for it now. Um. All right. Not to get too more too far off tangent. Let's go. Um. Division by division, who we think is going to keep it up, who we think is going to fall off a bit second half, and who we think. Um, We'll actually win the division. Um, I think – let's start with the AL East. Um, I think my team – I think the Yankees make a nice little trade at some point, maybe two. Maybe dish off some prospects because, you know, we got the hot one of the hottest uh, prospect system, farm systems in the league right now. Uh, we just got guys who can just dish off like trading cards. Um, I think we could pick up a nice piece or two. I know we did it last year. Um, well, no, we didn't pick up nice pieces last year. Actually, the pieces that we picked up actually hurt. Well, no, the bullpen yeah, helped. Now that we traded a couple of pieces in the past couple seasons to get these prospects, and now is the time that we can trade some of them and start contending, you know what I mean? Because last year no one was expecting to do shit. So I think, um, yeah, I think we make a big move because we got to contend with these guys. You know, the Red Sox and Astros are the powerhouses right now up, up with us. Uh, I think Red Sox, if not... I don't know what the Red Sox need, though. That's the thing. I don't even know if they can get any better. Uh, I mean, starting pitching, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's pretty much Sale and Porcello. The other guys are really not doing much. I know... Um, right, but you don't... Pop, re- they pop, traded pop. away. They traded away, like, three top prospects for Sale. Right. They traded away Mankata. Mankata was... Mankata was there. Yeah, probably. Just got rid of Hanley, so I don't know. I, th- I think we're looking, we're looking like our arrows pointing up for the second half. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. The Yankees are gonna, the Yankees should play better the second half. I think we have more to offer as well in return. Uh, no, of course, dude, they got rid of their Glaber Torres. That was Mankata. 
he might not be as good as Gleyber Torres, but that was like their prized possession. Well, yeah, Mikado's been on and off this year. You know, I was expecting him to go 30 and 30, 40, potentially 40 40 club, but he's not Dude, looking MLB like- Network had the White Sox making the playoffs. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, actually, I'll talk about the White Sox in a little bit. They have a good amount of prospects that I don't know what the hell they're doing not bringing them up. I mean, I get it, you're last place in the AL Central, but. You know, you got you got. Well, dude, no one brings them up until the second half, anyways. Peña is a beast. I don't know if you know who this guy is. This guy, this guy's just ripping up Double A. Um, they have Kopich, top pitching prospect. They've they have potentially like two or three two or three uh, top ten guys um, that they're not top ten guys in the whole league that they're not bringing up. Um, so yeah, that's them. I mean, they have some talent on their roster as well, like you said in Mankata, but I don't know what they're doing. They're just getting back Rodon, too. So they have some potential. But anyways, um, where else? So, yeah, Yankees, maybe Red Sox. It's, I mean, it's a give or take. It's going to come down to the last couple games of the season, probably. It's going to come uh, down to the last three. That's Yankees playing Fenway the last three. Right. Exactly. So those are huge because those go – that'll go one game each. So, um, AL Central, Indians, Indians. I think the Twins fell off heavy. No, they they did, but they're coming on hot. I mean, yeah, well, they're four and six in the last ten. Yeah, they, they just took three out of four from the Indians. Three out of four, right? Yeah, I know they're they're doing a little better. Uh, Royals, I don't know what they're doing. Well, the, no, the, the Royals, the Royals did what they had to do. Actually, they, that's another guy that might potentially be shipped off. Who? Mustakis. No, this was what I was going to say. If the Red Sox are going to do anything, they should try to get Aguado Perez from the Royals. Yeah, I see that. That actually, that's what the that's what the Red Sox need. They need a catcher. Yeah, what do they have right now? Uh, it's have, Vasquez uh, and uh, he's right. yeah, and um, Neon or something. I don't. Sandy, oh, yeah, oh, Sandy Leon, Sandy Leon. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, I see the Indians out of there. The whole Tigers Goose thing is gonna fade. The Indians also. Um, Indians also might be able to get Machado. Uh, no, Machado doesn't want to play third. Actually, crazy. I'm pretty. I'm, it's crazy. I, I was looking at today. I'm pretty sure they're like top three in uh, homers this year. Guys like yeah, uh, Jose Ramirez is just. Well, and Lindor. Lindor's got. A, he's a, he's like a top ten probably in homers uh, this year in the AL. He's been, oh, they better. The Indians are going to try to do something to make a quick fix because they're not resigning Lindor. They're not going to re-sign a lot of their players. They don't have the money. No, no AL Central teams do. So that's why that's like the Royals. They knew they had to win the World Series in those two years, and they did. Yeah. So I think the Twin, uh, the Tigers fall off. Um, they're not going to stay up there, top three. Um, if anything, the Royals are going to go up into the, the top three. Twins will probably be the only competition for the Indians. Uh, I think that's pretty clear over there. I think Indians win that one. But the difference is the AL Central is only going to have one team in the playoffs this year. They're not yeah. going to get a wild card. Because right, the other one's going to be the AL East. So. And well, then, no. No, and one's going to be the AL Mariners, East. One of them's going to be the West. Mariners or Astros in the other spot. Or the Angels. Or the Angels. Um, Otani, uh, he's, been, he's been looking like uh, you know the whole package, what they paid for so far. I heard that if they get down to a pennant race towards the end, he's just going to be pitching. What do you think about the A's too? They they've eaten some good teams sometimes. Dude, the the A's are the A's are going to be a spoiler. You think so? We'll, we'll get into that they, betting later. I'll let you do that. The A's next year might be able to make the playoffs. 
I mean, uh, who's the guy that the, the former Yankee that, that that's over there now? Fowler, but he he's been on and off. He's been he's very streaky. Hot now. He's been playing like shit. Um, they have they have a couple other guys I was looking at. I I saw something that if Fowler never got hurt, they were going to get rid of Frazier and the Sonny Greg. Oh, uh, Matt Olson's been picking it up lately. That guy, crazy stats. Last year he had like twenty four homers and like like I don't know. It was like in, a, in like two months. It was like ridiculous. Three months. Um, but now he's been picking it up. I think he has like four in his last four games. I mean, they're, yeah, they're not an off team. Pitching, of course, uh, besides Manea. I don't even know how, how he's been doing lately. But they have that guy they got from the Yankees, Kaplanary, whatever his name is. He's their Yankee. He was the Yankees' best pitching prospect. They got right, him. Right, right, yeah. I forgot him. And yeah, Mateo. He's good. <clears throat> um, yeah, Mateo's another guy as well. Uh, Mariners, um, they're looking pretty good. I mean, Paxton is pitching. He's having his career year this year. Last Cano, year. Cano fucked them because if they – if they make the one-game playoff, Cano, that's the rule. Cano can't even play in the playoffs. You're right, because of the whole suspension, right? But he's going to play before the season ends. He'll play like down the stretch, but come on, Gardner. Gardner, just crook. Yeah, just their look. First they had Cruz, now they had uh, Cano. They're just literally signing all the uh, all the PDs, I guess, whatever. Um, Astros. Yeah, Astros and Mariners. Actually, uh, Astros are a game back right now. I think the Mariners will fall off because they're. Mariners will fall off. You might even get a switcheroo that uh, Mariners go real cold and um, and actually fall out of the wild card as well if the Angels step up. The, the Angels are going to get hot again. And like I said, I think Angels are a team that make big moves at the trade deadline. Um, I think they're uh, they're going guns blazing. They want to keep Trout. If they, they if they miss the playoffs, Mike Sosha should be gone. Oh yeah, I think. Um, Blinking on the name right now. Or- Orioles manager, he's out of there. Well, he's yeah, a- this is his last year, anyways. Yeah. yeah, he's done. I mean, that guy, he's this on paper. That team is just too too talented to be to have seventeen. Uh, you say that, but not really. I mean, you have guys like Shoop killed it last year. Machado's having an, an amazing season. Yeah, but that's it. Chris Davis has a, his the highest paid player who's done nothing. The first baseman I know of, I can think of. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Trumbo, another bust. He's actually been decent. He's been picking it up a little bit lately, but anyways. Um, all right. National League. So I think this is actually the hardest one to predict. No, wait. First we have to go AL. We have, let's just say, the Yankees. Then we have the Red Sox for the first wild card. Astros for the West. Indians for the Central. The second wild card, who do you have? Mariners. I'm still going to go with the Mariners. I, I think Angels can pull it off, but I, I think the Mariners – all right, so it depends. Are Angels going to make a big move or two at the trade deadline? If they do, I think they take it. Um, if not, I think the Mariners cool down but stay hot enough um, that they just sneak in at the end. I think that will be close. Depends. The, the Mariners the Mariners have the longest active drought without making the playoffs, so I kind of hope they make it. Yeah, I mean I've always you know kind of been a fan of the Mariners. I like players that they've had. Um, they haven't made the playoffs since they set the win record in 2001. Yeah, with Ichiro, right? In his prime. Well, yeah. the beginning of his uh, time over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? All right, so we're good with the AL West. And, we're uh, good with the AL, yeah. All right, we'll go to the National League. Um, so, like I said, I think this is, the, this is the toughest one. I don't think the Braves stay as hot. 
as they've been. I think they fall from the top spot. The Nets, Nationals are running away with that division in yeah, the second half. Yeah. Nationals, they have they're like been ridiculous the past twenty games. Um, they're about to get uh, Murphy back soon, right? Yeah, and they have they have arguably the best starting rotation in the NL. So I just saw Max Scherzer. Uh, no, what other starting pitcher is going to go in for the game, get a single, and run around the bases like like a like a truck? He looked like you with the veins, just running around <laughs> the bases. Going into the going going into the dugout like a like a fucking animal. Judge just struck out for the fifth time in, in game. I mean, yeah, he's gonna have those. Um, Max Scherzer was at the Capitals game tonight in in full pads. Yeah, he's an animal. They blew him out right today. Uh they were one and three nothing after one period. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. They blew him out. Um. So yeah, I think Nats win the NL East. Um, I think the Mets are done. I think Sully is in denial. Too now many- Sully knows. Sully started talking about them trading people today. He knows they're done. Yeah, they're done. I mean, the whole good thing is they're versing the Orioles right now, and I could actually see them sweeping the Orioles. So, right. Um, I think Braves pull. Uh, sorry, I think the Nats pull off the NL East. I think easily. I don't think it's going to even be close towards the end. No, uh, it'll be the Braves or Phillies. One of them will like stay on their tail up until September, and then September. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Braves more than the Phillies. Uh, Phillies haven't been as hot as of late. Um, pitching has been was pretty good in the beginning, kind of falling off a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, and possibly whoever doesn't win the division, whoever's up there with the Nats, maybe they'll make one of the. Wildcard spots as well. Um, NL Central. Um, I mean, everyone's big, big on the Brewers. I just don't see the Cubs being as bad as they were to start out the season. They're picking up as of late, too. Um, they're yeah, going to make a move, you said, right? You think they're making Machado, maybe? Yeah, the Cubs are going all out. The Cubs. I, need- I think Cubs win the NL Central. I think they pulled it off um, in the last month. Um I think the Brewers are definitely a, a wild card team, though. Um, yeah, everyone's forgetting about Josh Donaldson. I could see him going to the Cardinals. Right, right. That's another guy that might be getting shipped off. You're getting, you're getting a lot this year. Actually, there's a lot of like guys who kind of and former MVPs, former stars of the league. Super- this is this is baseball's like equivalent of the NBA free agency with like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony. There's a lot of guys falling off. You're getting Pools is going to be out in a year or two. You're going to get Miggy out in a year or two, more or less. Adrian Beltre. You're getting, um, you know, Donaldson's got more years, but he's not playing like it right now. Um, Donaldson. They're actually fooling off. They're getting old. It's a new era now. Um, you're seeing it, too. You're seeing it with the Yankees. You're seeing it with the Braves, with the Phillies. Um, a lot of teams that are turning around the past couple of years. So, um, the Yankees always been good, though. So, anyways, Brewers winning. Um, sorry, Cubs winning the, AL, the NL Central. I don't know if you agree with me on that. No, I think the – I don't know, actually. That's that's pretty I tough. I don't think the Cardinals uh, really do much. I think they're actually going to, you know. Dude, get- how about that guy Waka, Michael Waka? He's he's went a no-hitter the le- into ninth in the last two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waka's, Waka's, Waka's been pretty solid. Um, I know DeJong, one of their better batters, got hurt. To be honest, I don't really know that many Cardinals. They're just consistent. That's their thing. Yeah, I know DeJong's been my guy. Um, fantasy-wise, I'll get into him as well. Um else pirates it's crazy the pirates fourth in the nl central and they got four uh potentially yeah, three or four stud outfielders right now um 
well, potentially stud outfielders. You got you got um, Polanco, Greg Polanco, right field, who's actually sharing time now with Meadows, who's been jumping around. Mm-hmm. You got um, Starlin Marte, and then uh, who else have they got? They got another guy right now. I'm blanking, but um, yeah, I mean they have they have some players on paper, um, even some pitchers. I think they're going to trade Talon, like you said, or at least they should. Um, but I think they're done. I think it's pretty much set there with uh, Brewers Cubs. Um, <laughs> NL West, I see. <sighs> so this is this is tough. I think. So if you told me beginning of the season who would be up there, I'd put Dodgers one, D-backs two, Rockies, Giants, Padres. Um, I actually don't think the Dodgers turn this around. This is like the first year I've seen in a while that Kershaw has been been battling uh, two injuries. He actually do, just came back off the DL first start. Do you think that the Dodgers are going to resign him in the offseason? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. He's had two two injuries back-to-back right now. I think he just tours a lot, I believe. Um, oh, he tore it? Oh, if he tore it, then he's going to be out for a while. For a picture, that's like... Flat strain, um, you know, it could be either partial tear. I don't think it's a complete tear because I think he's only... They put him on the 10-day deal, so it's not something serious. Um, but yeah, he just came back first start. He got hurt. Um, actually, same day, Alex Reyes on the Cardinals. Cardinals, right? Yeah, Alex Reyes comes back. I think he hurt his shoulder first game back. Um, so that's tough luck for both those teams that were expecting to get back, uh, you know, some great pitchers right there. So anyways, I think, I, I think the Rockies are going to win the West cause I think the Rockies are going to make moves for pitchers cause their offense is set. Right. So I'm going with Rockies actually turning it around. Yeah, uh, the Ro- I think the rock, no, I shouldn't say that the Dodgers likely will can turn it around and win, but the Rockies are the safest bet to win the West. Right. The Rockies have been consistent, like their whole, like the Rockies have the most, they have the safest team to bet on. Not yeah. a lot of injuries. D-backs, I think when when the, when the D-backs get Ray back, um, like I said, Lamb, I think they'll be okay. Um, and the Giants, we'll see when Bum comes back. Nah, Giants, know. Giants are going to be that team that's just going to hang around and. The yeah. Giants know that they, they have that team still left from the dynasty, that, that little dynasty they have, so they don't want to break it up yet. They're going to try to do one more run on it. They go from being, like, the best defensive team for quite, like, a couple of years to this year being, like, one of the worst. Because they're all getting old. Yeah, they're all getting old, I guess. I don't know, I don't know what happened to that team. Anyways, let's not get too far off. Um, I guess we'll go into a little bit of fantasy talk since we're on it, um, and then you can talk some bets. Um, so let's talk about guys who have been pretty hot in baseball. You know, Mookie Betts has been killing it on the Red Sox. Um, Trout has been Trout. Uh, they'll be lucky if they hold on to that guy. Um, he's the face of that team. He's the uh, face of baseball. He's the face of baseball. Yeah. Uh, Jose Ramirez is just knocking anything in sight. Um, again with Lindor. How good is Torres doing, fans? It was. Uh, Torres, I actually picked him up. <laughs> Your dumbass mentioned that he got the call up in the chat, and I went and picked him up right away. And then I yeah, traded. no, you wanted to trade him to me, and I was like, I don't want to do it without seeing what he's going to do. And then I traded uh, Segura for Ray and Quintana, who ended up uh, – Ray got hurt, but anyways. Actually, uh, Segura's been killing it as well. 
But I like Freddie Freeman this year. I think um, last year he came back from injury, had a great second half. Um, he's really living up to the expectations this year. If not surpassing them defensively, he's looking like the best first baseman defensively. He's the best first baseman in baseball right now this season. It's no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's health, to say. The fact that Mitch Moreland's about to be an AL All-Star, if not a starter, is ridiculous. Um, well, I was just looking at Stanton with the, uh, the old uh, homer. Yeah, all fears. Yeah. First of all, how the fuck do you break a guy's face? And then I don't know if it's the next time you t- you face him, you throw it at the guy, like you throw it near his face again. I know, but he slow. didn't he didn't do it on purpose, and Stan knows he didn't do it on purpose. But like, don't throw him inside. Don't even get within half yeah. a foot of my face. I mean, this guy's a fucking idiot. Um, fantasy wise, though, Sox got th- listen to this. Sox got three of the uh, top like eight or ten guys in baseball right now. They got. They got uh, Mookie Betts, Benintendi. Bet, bet 360, 17 homers, 52 runs, and he's throwing you 13 stolen bases. The guy just doesn't strike out, too. Um, like I said, Mar- Martinez, I think he's like NL leading uh, 19 homers, or he's up there. Or yeah. AL, I'm sorry. No, AL. I, think he's, I think he's leading the league. Him and Trout, I think, might be uh, tied. Um, and then you got Benintendi, who's playing amazing, too. Um He's just been consistent over, overall, um, batting near 300, uh, nine homers, nine nine runs. Um, Simmons on the Angels has been great. Um, I think a pickup of Machado, like I was saying, um, will really fill out that that uh, you know that left part of the infield. Um, but yeah, he's playing offense, which I've never seen him play before. I know he's been good defensively. Um, and then you got Marcakis on Atlanta. He's definitely part of the reason for the success. He's yeah, playing. Long Island. What's that? Long Island. He's from Long Island. Yeah, he's batting three twenty eight. Like, when the when the fuck did this guy start hitting the ball? Um. Yeah, I mean, those are some batters. I mean, some guys that have been definitely underperforming. Um, John Carlos then, you know, the guy's got 70 plus strikeouts at this point, started off the season cold, fixed it up a little bit. He gets cold again. Um, I think he'll turn around. I think, uh, you know, he's not even in like the top 10 in home runs right now, I believe. Like that's not going to stay that long. I no, think Stan will be fine, but for fantasy wise, Stan sucks. He's too inconsistent. Yeah. For fantasy wise, he's, he's terrible. Um, I mean, even for us right now, whatever. But um, I think Goldschmidt, like no one, no one started off worse than him. Uh, him and Votto were doing shit. Now they're starting to turn it around. Right, well, good for Votto. What is Votto? Votto, or, yeah, Votto, Votto probably just has a bunch of solo home runs. He has no one around him. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy. Um, He's a guy that might get moved. The whole thing is his contract's almost untradeable. It's like it's like um, Miggy's contract. Right. Uh, pitching wise, you know, you got your three, your three Astros killing it in, uh, Verlander. You got, you got, uh, Morton, you got, um, you got Cole, all those guys are killing it over there. Kluber being Kluber, Scherzer being Scherzer. You got Kershaw who fell off, but, you know, he's had some injuries. Um, DeGrom, you know, he's doing amazing this year, uh, statistically. They got to deal him off for some prospect. Uh, before it's too late. Aaron Nola, part of the reason Phillies are up there as well. Um, 
And then Patrick Corbin and Paxton. Uh, those guys are going to duke it out as well. Um, they're going to help those their teams. Well, unless Corbin gets traded, they're going to help those teams uh, make the playoffs, I'm thinking. Yeah, Diamondbacks are going to have to make some tough decisions on Corbin. Another thing I want to talk about, there's a lot of good um, – so I think – you know, I've had some success in the in the past. I think a big part of a successful formula for fantasy is second half picking up um, the young guys that get the call up, or they get the um, you know some guys start off a little slow and then they heat up towards the end. I usually mm-hmm. go for the young bats. If I hear about a top prospect getting called up, they usually start off really hot and get cold, or they stay off they they start out hot um, and stay that way, like Torres. Yeah, what I was uh, just going to say is I don't know a lot about fantasy, but this relates to, to this uh, relates to betting. This kid Soto went straight from Double A to uh, 19 years old. Double A, they called him up, I think, because of injuries. Um, he's been killing it. Well, not killing it, but he's been you know he first. I think first at bat he had a homer. Had Do you homer. hear me talking, or you just like to talk over me? No, I'm just talking over you. Okay, just making I'm, sure there's I'm, nothing wrong with it. I don't think anyone cares about your opinions anyway. Um, what I'm trying to say is fantasy wise. This is true because it's the same thing with betting. If you ever, if anyone's ever making their first career start, you always pick that team because they have no scouting report, and almost all the time, not all the time, eight out of eight out of ten times, unless the prospects are scrub, they'll win the game. Nathan Avoli right. was on Tampa. Now he's on the Yankees. Actually. He's not a rookie, but he didn't pitch in like a year and a half. He pitched six no hit innings for the Rays. But next start, you'll see as he goes on, he'll start getting rocked. It's like just. Scouting reports. That's to all yeah, analytics. Now. That's some heat for us. I don't know if he's still pitching like that after injury. Well, no, he's pitching better. Nathan Avali looks amazing. He looked amazing that start. Um, other guys that I see. Oh, Acuna has been another guy. I don't know if you want to consider him. Yeah, I get, yeah, he's a top prospect. Um, I forgot that he he came up this year. Um, you got Vlad Guerrero, who's tearing up. Uh, I think Double A right now. You know, he might not come up though before the end of the year. Yeah, they, they might keep him down there, especially uh, the way they're playing. Um, like I said, Eloy Jimenez and Kopich um, for the Sox, those are two top guys that are MLB-ready, I think. Um, Torres came up. Um, Washington, I don't know why they haven't. Um, I'm assuming you know they have too much depth out there. They have this guy, uh, Victor Robles, nice yeah. fielding prospect. He could definitely help them. Uh, they'll probably wait till August. Um, and another guy that really interests me, I think he can make a huge fantasy impact soon is, uh, Nick Senzel infielder on the Reds. I mean, they don't really have much a reason to call him up, but he's not too young. I think he's like 22, 23, just came back from like a vertigo like symptoms, which like Sully, like Sully. Actually, it's funny. Yeah. Well, it's not funny, but yeah, actually fucking that's fuck Sully. Um, yeah, he's just been coming back. He's been on and off with that for the past couple of years. I'm not sure what's causing that, but. He's another top guy. Uh, I think he was a top three pick in the draft as well. Brings you some speed and power. Um, so, yeah, let's talk uh, some betting if you want to go into that. All right. So, good one is the Twins tomorrow against the White Sox. The Twins have been playing really good. The White Sox are on and off, though. It's a divisional game, but you probably take you take Minnesota just straight. You don't take them one and a half. It'll be a close game. Right. Um. Right no, now, I'm, this, if I'm a novice better, right? What? 
if I'm a novice better, what are what are the things you look at when you when you're making a decision for a game? Well, you look at what teams are hot. You also look about like for example the A's. The A's always win a first game of the series. It happens a lot. They'll they'll beat the Rangers tomorrow. Their favorite. Right. Um. No matter who they got pitching. Most of the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is another one. This is the upset. Nathan Avali against Max Scherzer tomorrow. You think he pulls it off, really? You, well, no, I don't think he pulls it off. I think you take the Rays plus one and a half just to be safe. Right, but, right. And then you take the under of seven. That's going to definitely happen. Um, or the, Orioles, the Orioles and Mets, you take the over. It's Alex Cobb against Vargas. The yeah. over is eight and a half. That's huge. Any, when you look at it this way, if, like, for example, if you're ever playing in Colorado – the over-under is always like 11, and you always take the over. Like right now, they're playing. Yeah, the Mets did a good job. Mets did a good job with Vargas. That was, uh, they really got what they uh, they expected after last year. Yeah, and then the Yankees. Yankees, uh, I would stay away. From, if you had to stay away from one game, it's the Yankees versus the Blue Jays tomorrow. Okay. Um, not a lot of good games. Yeah. The A's, you have to take the A's. Manea is pitching, too. Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, this is just completely subjective. I'm not sure what it's uh, what the uh, what the numbers have been, but the A's look like they've been pulling off some some wins that they weren't expected to get, you know what I mean? They've yeah, been they've, been the, they've been the ALE's kryptonite. They beat the Red Sox and Yankees. Crazy. Diamondbacks, Giants. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Bumgarner makes his first start tomorrow. Wow. Does he? Yeah, it's Corbin against Bumgarner tomorrow. Pretty cool. That one you take That one you take the Diamondbacks. Corbin got absolutely shelled by the Reds last start. That's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Since, since you bring up Bumgarner, that's another guy I wanted to mention. Um, he's a guy that if you didn't, if you didn't sell him high then um, – or sorry. If you didn't buy him low then – it's too late now. Um, I tried early in the season. You guys were waiting till now. They waited all these months. Now he's now this is when he delivers. Um, if you're in the top six of your league and you got Bumgarner coming back, pitchers are huge. Uh, fantasy baseball, uh, you're looking pretty solid. Hopefully he uh, plays well. But yeah, I like that he's coming back. He's a great player. Also, you take the Red Sox tomorrow. The they're playing the Tigers. Tigers won't win again tomorrow. That won't happen. Um. Indians, they're playing the Brewers. Indians, Brewers, you take the Indians. Kluber's pitching. What do you have? Uh, you have the numbers on the uh, Colorado-Cincy game? Colorado-Cincy game right now? Oh, uh, you mean tomorrow? Yeah. the Colorado's got uh, Kyle Freeland going, this kid lefty, I believe. Yeah, Colorado's minus 114, which actually is kind of weird. They're only minus 114. Maybe take the Reds in that, actually. No, I was about to say, uh, Kyle Freeland's been pitching really well. Oh, lately. perfect example. Guy from the Reds tomorrow is making his first career start. You take the Reds. Oh, right. That's who it is. They got um, Anthony uh, yeah. Descofani, so, right? Yeah, yeah you, take, you take the Reds tomorrow. He was really good two years ago, and I think he had a couple injuries set him back. So he, I don't think he's played in a while. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I, think he, I think he missed all of last season. Maybe you take – you take Seattle tomorrow against Houston. Paxton's pitching against Keuchel. Right. 
Uh, Royals, Angels. That that game's weird. Oh, I'm going with. Uh, I don't even care what the line is tomorrow. I don't know who's facing the, the Dodgers, but Royal Stripling. This guy, I think, came out of the pen at the beginning of the year. Yeah, sub two ERA. Yeah, guy. L- listen, listen. In the past two start, or I think three starts, he's been killing. Past two starts, I have right in front of me, six and two thirds, ten Ks, no earned. Um, You're right, but you see, I, you see, I was against facing. San Diego, whatever. Last week against Philly, seven innings, nine Ks. I think he gave up one earned run. Do you see who he's facing? Who's he? Fa- who's he facing? Uh, he's facing the Pirates, which is reasonable. They's Pir- playing Musgrove, who has it. He was two and zero with an. 06 ERA. He's actually been, um, I think he's been their best their best guy as of late, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has been. Also, you have to look at things for your bet. And, like, for example, it always says it, like, on the headline. Like, for example, Nova, was, when he was on the, when, this was last week, he was versus the Reds. And Nova's never won against the Reds, and he got absolutely shelled. I lost. I mean, I don't know. Those stats, with, I mean, with betting, I, a lot of people look at them. But, like, when was that? Last year, the year before their career, like what? oh no, they, no, there's significant. There's pointless stats. Like no, you're right because the Reds had a different team last year and in years past. So yeah, you're right. That's nice. like saying uh, LeBron James has never won a game two in the NBA Finals in the past three seasons or whatever. It's like. Well, speaking of also another bet. Just yeah, well, let's talk oh, a little. Uh, we'll get yeah, we'll go a little bit in the NBA. No, just no. We'll finish with NBA, but. The Capitals Golden Knight looks like the Capitals are going to go up three one. You take Golden Knights uh, for Game Five. They're not going to lose in Vegas. Oh, if, lose if, you put, if you put uh, money on the Knights, it was five hundred to one. So if you put a hundred, if you put a hundred dollars on the Golden Knights to be in the year, they won the Cup. You'd win fifty grand. Wow, they're not going to win the Cup. Well, sure, huh? Draining the juice right from the Bulls. That's got to suck. Also, since we'll just finish off with the NBA. I was thinking this. Someone brought it up today. I do believe that the Cavs are probably all left for dead because they lost game one. But if – I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to win game three. I don't see them going down 3-0. I think Love's performance yesterday um, – I mean, not defensively, but you know, he was making his shot. I think him waking up a little bit is big. I think Tr- Tristan Thompson's in his own head right now. He's got a uh, – I don't know. He's got something going on. I don't know if it's fucking the Kardashian curse coming back to haunt them. But uh, oh, I think Tristan Thompson's fine. But I think the reason they did so bad yesterday was you can just see it in J.R. Smith's face. He just wasn't there. Do you think? Um, you think that was all bullshit about Thompson being questionable? No, I think he was hurt. But the Warriors do that all the time. I don't think there was any doubt in their mind he was going to play. That's what I'm saying, yeah, there was no doubt. But I also heard Iguodala might play in game three or four. He's definitely going to play in Cleveland. He's definitely going to play in Cleveland, one of these games. But the whole thing is, if they win game three, which I see them doing, it's going to come down to game four. If the Cavs can somehow pull off game three and four, it's going to go seven because there's no way LeBron is going to lose game six in Cleveland. It's going to be his last game ever in Cleveland as a Cav. Yeah, he's not going to. He's not going to get eliminated there. So if they're – and if it goes game seven, I mean, ob- Warriors obviously have the upper hand, but he's who, he's a player that can win one game just by himself. He should have done it in game one, but. I mean, if you have guys like McGee and Livingston coming off the bench, stepping up. 
Oh, no, if McGee, if McGee continues to play like this, they have no chance. Like, what do you have, t- t- 12 points yesterday? Livingston was in double digits as well? Like, No, nah, but Livingston's going to have – they're going to get burned from the point guard position. They just have to accept that. I think the one thing that I've been noticing, um, the Cavs need to exploit that whole uh, mismatch with Curry on LeBron. I think every every time he's been on him, he's just been burning him to the rack. I mean, it's a child against a man right there. You know, you can't. LeBron will always regret passing that ball to George Hill because he had Curry on him. He should have just drove on Curry. Oh, 100%. He's been getting to the basket at will, but, I mean. Well, now, game two, they actually did a, a really good job guarding LeBron. People were saying LeBron was tired. He wasn't tired. It's just he couldn't get open shots like he did. Who else do you think needs to step up? J.R. Smith asked him, I mean. I mean, Corver, what's the reason Corver's not getting... Because he's mean, a liability defensively. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. But, George I mean, Hill played really good in game two. I mean, are you going to play into the Warriors' whole game plan and, you know, that whole three-point shooting mentality? Because then you need Corver in there. Uh, no, you don't play into it. You That's why you have to... They have to use, like... They have to use Tristan Thompson more. Like, Thompson has owned the Warriors... Every single time they play in the finals, you, you saw him. T- you saw him yesterday, or what was it? Was it yesterday? Today? No, nah, I, I don't think he played that good yesterday. But it was because of McGee. McGee's not going to keep this up. You saw him though. Get pissed about uh, about being asked about um, his defense. Oh yeah, Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But uh. I don't really – it's it's hard for – people are saying to say on ESPN Radio, it's like people are saying like the Cavs can do certain things to win. But like game one, they even had a perfect storm to even have a one-possession game. And game two, they didn't even play bad. Game two, they should be lucky they were in that game for that long. The Warriors were playing lights out and they were still in the game going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be in Cleveland. They know that LeBron's not going to come back either I even think if the Cavs somehow win the finals, he's not coming back. I want to end with a little uh, shit talk real quick. Not not to you, though. You're, yours, yours is going to be saved for the following week. You, you've actually been a good boy this, uh, this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Rappaport, the fucking the biggest bandwagon fan I've ever seen. Up there with Stefan. Bleacher fan, Stefan. Yeah, fuck Stefan. This guy. This guy. I have the YouTube link. I'm not even going to play it. He was calling New York the mecca of basketball, right? Everyone calls it that, though, Dimitri. What? Everyone calls it that, though. I understand that. But he himself, those words came out of his mouth, the mecca of basketball, where everyone goes for basketball, right? Meanwhile, the motherfucker goes across the country to the Bay Area to support a team other than the Knicks. Because he fucking hates LeBron. First of all, a week ago when he was – or whenever he was playing the Raptors – he was quoted saying that – I think I'm pretty sure he put it on a post that LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Well, he said, Dimitri, but, anyone with two eyes would say that though. Yeah, but you can't shit on the guy. You're Why? Like, like, what? Why? He's bringing out brooms saying little baby LeBron doing all this and then sucking the guy off uh, the next day. I'm not He's trying to defend him, but everyone – like even everyone would say – like Dave would even say. Dave would say LeBron's – LeBron's either – okay, Dave won't say he's the best player of all time, but Dave will definitely say he's top three. Like, there's no denying that, but Dave hates him. Another thing. This is the same guy who was trolling LeBron, right? 
for the, the entirety of like the second half of his career. He had an issue with him going to Miami and forming a super team. Yep. Meanwhile, he supports a team that just picked up a guy after a 72-win season. They picked up the second-best guy in the league. 73. 73 wins. 73 wins, sorry. They pick up the second-best player in the league, and you're going to support that team after you had you were just you were shitting on LeBron for going to the the Heat a couple of years back to form a super team. Like make Dude, up that's the everyone. Run. No, I know, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's at I hate when people do that. You know what I mean? Like in New York, your words are big. Like hold true to your words. Don't be phony. Be real. Say it how it is. Don't fucking say one thing and then change your words. Change your whole persona. The, the next, he's he always makes fun of millennials. He's acting like a millennial all of a sudden. You know, bandwagon millennials. Kids who kids, hipsters that are watching uh, fucking NBA for the first time, rooting for the the Warriors. Anyways, um, that was my little rant on uh, Rapport because he just. His I don't. Whole, I don't have any rants this uh, this week on Stu Farner. He's been red hot. He's been shutting me up. He has he? he? Yeah, that was he's been, boy uh, a month ago when you. Uh, this you, is a. Uh, this has been like his hottest streak in like three months. I wonder I think, how this whole, uh, I think, I think this whole legalization of betting is going to affect him. It's, it's not going to change anything. I think it's going to make people not do it as much because it's going to be taxed. But I did hear something today that they're going to be opening up betting things in arenas. That's going to be insane. No way. And you get paid on the spot. That's unreal. Does a percentage go to the um, – Oh, it has to. But yeah, so the team is making money, and then they're paying whatever in taxes, I guess. Yeah, like let's say you want to win a like let's just say the odds were like minus one fourteen. You have to risk one fourteen to win a hundred. It you probably have to risk like probably one thirty five because there had to be taxes on it. They have to make a percentage off it. Yeah, so it's like you know, yeah. I guess it's gonna be like the legalization of marijuana. It's not gonna be as cheap as it was. They're gonna have some taxes that uh, the government's gonna have to make money off of, but. It's going to be legal, so you don't have to deal with the whole legality of the issue. Uh, yeah, but they're acting like people are acting like people couldn't do it before. That's just dumb. Well, we've also had people in the past, Rose, P. Rose, MLB, Michael Jordan, NBA. You've had guys who have tampered with games uh, allegedly off of uh, off of sport betting. I know, but people, people don't realize this. You know how all those things got caught because those Vegas guys pick up trends and patterns. They know if things are getting fixed. They alert the league if things are getting fixed. Right, I know, but you don't think this legalization will make players feel more comfortable with doing it now more than before? It will, but they won't be able to get away with it. People think that like Vegas wants them to get away with it. Vegas has, loses money if people are fixing games. I don't know. Because I mean, they have people betting for it, and they have to pay those people. I mean, obviously, I don't think any fan has... I think every fan will agree with me that, um, you know, tampering with games is huge. I think I love the whole legalization of the uh, of uh, gambling. Dude, with social media and everything, with everyone up each other's asses, no tampering is going to happen with games. Um, yeah. I mean, look at the success uh, daily daily uh, fantasy betting has um, has gone in the past couple of years. Like you can actually bet on games spreads. Um. So yeah, that's cool. Big moves. Big moves. Anyways, let's wrap things up. That's That'll be our first episode. Um, it's a work in progress. We're working on it. Yeah, it'll be better next time. 
Yeah, don't give any promises. Maybe next time I'll talk about your sister a little more. Yeah, all right, Mr. Softy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you later. All right, see you guys later.